welcome to the EST 1988 podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Illumide. Um, you can find this show on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker Audio, and Radio Republic. And you just have to type in EST.1988. Um, today, I have a few guests. I say a few, but we have like five guests, men of men. Um, Jojo, how's it going? Good, man. Good, good. Ready for this. Good, good, good. But you, CJ? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Nice, nice, so nice. How yourself? I'm living. I'm living, man. I'm living. We have our Raf. <laughs> What's up? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Not too bad. How's it with you? That's yeah, living, living, living. Paul? Yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good here. It's all good here. Nice, nice, nice. And our very own Chef Tolu. What's happening? You good, sir? Oh, Hello? Yo. Did you bring food to the table? I'm <laughs> <laughs> always bringing food, bro. Always that's good, food. that's good, that's good. Good, good, good. Uh, today we're just going to be covering just little aspects of what's gone on in the past, was it four weeks now? Mm-hmm. Our sister Rona's come to visit us. <laughs> so, so how's, how's everyone coping with that? You mean the Wuhan virus or the Chinese virus? Well, <laughs> let's take time. Let's take time. Is there something wrong calling it the Chinese virus? Thank well, you. Well, right. it, 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 uh, isn't corona, corona was about before this. This is just okay. a strain of it, isn't it? You're right then. So we should call it the Wuhan virus. So, so, so it's Wuhan, this so, strain originated yeah. in Wuhan. Like they call the Ebola virus from yeah, the river. yeah. I agree. So, no. so yeah. I think it, it, it's only right to call it the Wuhan virus because mm. that's where that's where obviously the the first case was registered. Yeah. So, well, I, I so I'm I'm not no doctor yeah. or whatever, but in terms of Ebola, is there another strain of Ebola? Is is a like but, an overall like I don't know because cor- you got Corona, you got COVID nineteen. If you get what mm. I mean, so. Yeah. COVID-19 is the strain of coming off corona. So there was yeah. something before that. Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, so what are we calling it, boys? What are we calling it today? I'm calling it corona. Corona virus. COVID-19 for me. Let's stick to that. I'm in the street, so I'll call it corona. Bruno, that's right. That's, that's how's how's it affecting like work life in terms of you guys in the UK? Uh, I'm still going work. Um, so we work in te- telecommunications. Mm-hmm. So clearly, you know, mans will go crazy without their broadband and their telephones. So we just make sure we keep that running. But so don't yeah, you have I'm an option? Work. Don't you have an option to take that home? Like do it from home. Um, so that's what they're trying to do. Without you know beating out the company, um, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're they're in the process of, of doing that. Um, but okay. I felt there's more people that are more vulnerable than myself, so let them get that chance to work at home before me. I like that. I like that. Our, our very own how, hero. How, how easy would that be to implement though? Like getting key stuff like that to do and work from home especially from a telecom's point of view uh, it's not it's not actually too hard um yeah i was gonna say it depends on what your what your role is 
um, and majority of people or majority of things can be done from from home. So yeah. whether it is answering calls, whether it is um, I don't know doing IT work, everything can be done from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, I think what what they can do as well is you can download the software onto your personal phone and it can redirect all your calls, the incoming calls really? and outbound calls onto so your, onto your actual personal phone. Yeah, because like in, in my department, they do have a contact side of it while uh, mm-hmm. well, I work in the financial industry. So they do have incoming calls that comes into the contact side of the job. Yeah. And uh, what they've done is they've actually asked some of them to work from home and they've directed the incoming calls to their personal phone. All they had to do is download a software onto a work phone. So they gave everyone work phones and mm. they just download the software on there and the calls were just directed to so the, really the, that personal the phone. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's, it's a lot easier for them to work from home. Obviously, mm. with my job, what I do is a lot easier. I don't even need to, On a normal day, I work from home anyway. So I think it was easier decision for them to just say, yeah, all you guys in that department just work from home because we were doing that once a week anyway. So I think, so it's not really affected as much. And the kind of job I do is more, we review business accounts in terms of we have a whole year to review their business account and their profiles, their business profiles. So Mm. it's it's more of, even if we don't do anything for eight, eight months, we should we'll still be good if that makes sense because yeah. we have like at least 12 months to review that that business's profile so yeah. it, it then is not really affected as as much but yeah. it is different it is different working from home especially i've got yeah. a team that manage a team of about 12 and being on on audios every like my, my day is literally filled with like 80 percent audios pretty That's much crazy. and it's just it's, it's different to being in the office to be honest with you but yeah. So that's interesting. I, my, my story is completely different. So I work in supply chain, so the industry that's directly impacted by this. Um, and I always, I've always been based working from home. But in mm. terms of my industry as a whole, it's actually mm. really struggled because a lot of people think, okay, well, supply chain industry is going to be great. But if you look yeah. at the industry that's affected, hospitality, facilities mm-hmm. management, um, retail sector, and the industry Real. that's actually railways and the industry that's actually booming at the moment uh, unfortunately doesn't really um supermarket retail doesn't quite come into the sector that i'm that we are known in my in my business so if you look at a lot of these um companies right now supermarkets they've i think tesco last last month with the whole mm-hmm. corona stuff they turned over 500 million pounds yeah um <clears throat> just themselves yeah the problem that's actually leading is even though the supply is there, there's too much demand. So yep. suppliers do not have enough time to get the resources they need to get the materials, to get the food and the stocks. So what's actually happening in my industry, it's going into negative equity. So even though there's a lot of stock that's happening at the moment, companies can't cope. They simply can't produce what needs to be produced at such a rapid point. And obviously, the main reason for that is a lot of people um, are panic buying, you know, commodities, toilet mm-hmm. rolls, food and all that kind of stuff, which yeah. is as a whole is affecting my industry. So for me, I'm seeing a massive slowdown. Um, for example, I had four meetings last week. All four of them were cancelled because I couldn't speak to the companies because of the supply chain issues. Mm. 
Humans are bugged. Yeah, I think um, I think obviously, like um, with my work, it's a it's it's a lot bit different as well, and it's a bit it's a it's a massive thing because obviously working in an investment firm and it's uh, it's crazy because you can see obviously the market's dropped, everyone's lost a lot of money yeah. uh, or losing money, and everyone's worried. You know, everyone's calling in, everyone is checking. You know, what's going on? Are my investments okay? Is it the right time to invest? It's crazy as well, actually, because a lot of people actually want to invest right now because the market is at its lowest. So yeah. everyone is thinking, let's take advantage of this. Let's do this. Yeah. Working from home, actually, the whole company is actually working from home. I think there's only one person that has to go in, and that's just because of paperwork that needs um, coming in. So mm. most of the stuff that we're doing, we're actually doing electronically. So the investment, having a look at people's accounts, speaking Mm. to clients communicating with clients sending stuff out so um and the company is obviously in a good place where you know they've prepared for stuff like this so in terms Mm. of you know income it's for the next couple of months don't have to worry about it but Mm. i think the mostly the strain that it has on the company or on the client i think it's just more of the markets and you know everything going down you know is this going to keep going down or is there going to be a bounce um, I think it was kind of great as well, obviously, like, as you can see, the US has sent a bit of a stimulus check out for a month, but that's only a short term solution. We don't know what the long term solution is. And it, it's kind of crazy. But for myself, it's not affected me as it's not affected me as much as I probably would expect. Everyone's working from home, the whole company, like I said, it's just the investment side of things. Everyone's really worried. And it's a very stressful period because a lot of people they're also affected as well in terms of family-wise as well. So, you know, meetings are not going as smoothly as they normally do. A lot of people are calling in sick, obviously. So it's it's just a mix. I think it's fear, really, more than anything. It's panic. And everyone's pulling their money out of the markets. Everyone's scared to actually put their money in the markets. They don't know what's going to happen. So I think... It, it's it's affected it massively. It's affected it massively. Also. Yeah, I think yeah, I think everyone everyone in that great unknown area mm. of of just life and stuff. Just just a little segue. Um, Chef Tolu, are you still sh- are you still chefing? Um, at this moment in time, no. No emergency food for the people. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no care packages as we speak. No oh, care packages. No. Bro, get, get, get in the queue, get in the queue. <laughs> but if it, if, if it does carry on, then yeah. there will definitely be some care packages out there. You need to explain. Market. I'll be honest, though. There is a lot nah, of... What you had to do, leave, leave the food on. at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sales got like 20%. Trust me. Trust me. Pass the food through the window. That's it. <laughs> no contact. Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit mad, like in terms of just seeing how the the UK, in terms of responding to the whole Corona thing, it's very much very Italian esque. Yeah. Very Italian esque, and I think that's probably what's perpetuated further what it is now. And so, yeah, it's mad. Like, it's mad. How's how's the fa- family wise? Are they still like like obviously his- hysterical? Well, <laughs> nah, it's, it's panic, you know, because obviously with families, when you've got families, you have little kids, cousins, nieces. You wouldn't want to put them at risk, especially like if you've got a, a, like little kids in in well a new newborn for instance that yeah. you've got you live with. 
you need to be careful how you're socializing yeah. outside your household because sure. their immune system it might not be as great as a teenager because yeah. with kids you know you, you never know their immune system might not be as great to deal with this sister owner so you, you have to be careful especially like you know my brother-in-law divine yeah. And and Angela, for instance, they've hardly ever stepped out of the house because obviously yeah. they've just had a baby. It's really hard to just go in and out because you yeah, never know course. what you might bring back. And don't forget, you might still have this have the virus and not show any symptoms. Yeah. So you're thinking I'm fine, I'm I'm okay, but then again, you might be carrying the virus and you might mm. go and get something outside and bring it back to your little kid. So <laughs> in terms of family wise, I've not been to my mom's for like two weeks now well that would be every sunday i go there but i can't i can't go there because even though i feel like i'm okay but then again don't forget i might be carrying it i just don't have symptoms yeah that was the advice from the government if you if stay with your immediate family so if you live with your immediate family stay Mm. with if you don't live with your immediate family don't Mm -hmm. go see them exactly exactly (laughs) if if your friends say to go out tell them no (laughs) are you directed directed mate I'm not directed I'm just relaying what Uncle Boris said (laughs) I think think with family wise for myself the way it's kind of affected me is that it's been massive for me because um, I have a obviously a mother that has like a lot of underlying conditions Mm. and for me it's just it's scary because for me, I know that I might. There's a possibility that I might be okay because there are a lot of cases out there that when you know people are perfectly healthy, as mm. you know they're young, you know twenty year olds, thirty year olds that are actually quite young and they're still contacting this and they're still you know they're still passing away. But I think my more the more scary thing is that I've got someone else there as well that I'm not just you know I'm not just responsible for myself and it's not just about me. It's about also someone else as well. So I've got to be as careful yeah. as possible. Um, and it's just scary because in terms of like income as well, we don't know what's going on. We don't know, you know, how it's going to affect the family. So I think it's just a mixture of, you know, the income mixture of, you know, fam- having someone that's vulnerable around as well, that mm. you're just not responsible for yourself. So, you know, I've, I, there's a lot of people out there who've been a bit like, well, I'm young, I'm healthy. Uh, exactly. Well, I, I don't really care about, you know, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm healthy. Exactly. So it's not about, but it's not. I think people are losing the, um, losing the, the, yeah, yeah the perspective yeah. of it. Yeah. It's all about people around you because, like yeah. you said, it's like you could be, you could be perfectly healthy, but you could be carrying this thing. Yeah. And you could, you know, it could be, you could be your grandparents that you give it to. It could be your friends, you know, your yeah. friend that you give it to that will pass it on to their family. So mm. it's not just about you. So going out mm-hmm. and socializing with your friends, yeah, that's fine, but. You've just got to think it's going to be for four weeks or two months. I mean, you've got five years to socialize with your friends. But did you not see what on on TV? On TV, did you not see it? There was a guy that was in a hospital. He 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 was even he's muscly. Everything he 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 works out. He does everything. He had no any symptoms. Yeah. But all of a sudden, he he's he's in a hospital in in intensive care. Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. This guy's a fit guy that goes to the gym every day and everything. So it, it I think, means nothing. I think, I think, I think human, I think human beings are quite, we're quite regressive. Yeah, we're quite regressive species, and I think we all have this element of 
it will never happen to me kind of mentality. And I, and I think that's one, and I think that's the most vulnerable and the most scariest things that we kind of have that in our head that it will never happen to me, but it might happen to X and my person. That's right. You know what? I'm one of those people that have that that you know initially anyway. I was I was yeah. like that. Mm. You know, that I had Reactive. that mentality of you know, I'm very um. I'm I'm probably immune to this, and mm. I don't think. I'll <laughs> and I've, I've watched I've watched my mom develop symptoms of it, and gone through the process, like the full process, to all the all, all the way to the coughing stage. Yeah. And I think the scariest thing about it is that she was alone, and she wouldn't. She's all the way in, in Nottingham, and she's alone. She has no yeah. access at this point. Ever. So you're mm. now picking up the phone, and she's telling you. No, you're not coming back. Don't come back. And yeah. you have to literally uh, speak to her over the phone and try and figure out what she's doing about it. And mm. you know, thank God she's, she's you know fully recovered now. Yeah, just to go great. That's that, great. That's great. Just to go through that, it, it brought it. You know, for me, it, it's it's reality. It, it makes yeah. you question it, your invincibility. It, it, yeah, it does. She's quite, she's quite, and the way she got it as well is ridiculous. She's a key. Key staff member as well. She's a nurse. Mm. To be even with protective gear and everything, she's still thought, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think itself, so. I think I think you're right, CJ. I think I I for example initially when it first started, um, I think it only hit home when on a Friday, obviously it was 50 people that died. Then it actually started to hit home on Monday when I realised that it was over 250 people. So I started to actually process it in my head physically and going, you know what? 250 people have actually died in the space of two days. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is human life. Like, yeah. I, I know obviously 50 people is a lot, but it didn't actually hit home until, you know, on Tuesday, it was like 100 people have died yep. a day. So yep. it's like, it's crazy. Like, it's almost at 1,000 now. The total is over 1,000. So we've got mm. 1,200 people that are dying. So it's almost 200 in a day. So why you start? Yeah. Sorry, go on. Carry on. I think. I think. I think it's important that obviously we have to look at the bigger picture, like the reality. And I I don't want to be that guy. The reality, yes, there's a lot of people dying. No, go for it. But if you look at the context of how many people Corona has actually killed versus, um, is it uh, the Black Death, um, the plague, and all those kind of things? It's like no point, no point, no point. Something. It's the percentage is obviously. It's it. What's the word I'm looking for? It's my new percentage is it's my new. Yeah, that's the word. Obviously, look, like every life matters. You know, every person mm-hmm, that yeah, dies yeah. matters. But if you look at the bigger picture in terms of how many people this has actually killed, it's very, 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 I, very I, small. I I get that, but my main argument against that is that I get what you I get what you're trying to say in terms of like, in terms of like, you know, the percentage is small, but. You also have to also look at the pictures what this has actually done to everyone. So literally, it's put the economy to a standstill. So we're literally look, we're not. Some people are not receiving income. Some people can't pay yeah. their rent at the end of the month. So even I understand you're talking about human life, but you also got to look at the aspect of how many people are actually going to lose their life because they can't afford to eat or they yeah. can't afford. So it's like yes, it's affected like not not point not percentage have died but you also have mm. to look at the fact that it's affected people on so many other levels that a lot of people are depressed right now a lot of people yeah. can't even and so guys, the, not, yeah. guys there's been death 
recorded for people that have not had any underlying issues. Yeah. So, so, it, so it, let's it, not get let's get let's not get carried away with. Okay, it's only people that, that with yeah. un- underlying issues that are actually affecting and obviously causing that death. But mm-hmm. there are cases where people haven't had underlying issues. So mm-hmm. as much as obviously you could say that there's not point not zero 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 one that out obviously out serious and not mild that like people with mild ones are obviously surviving. But it is it is actually possible for you to actually. Oh, of course, that's not what I'm Die saying. Of I'm it. saying, yeah. I'm saying I, I, think, I think, I think, yeah, I think what Ref is saying is like from a, from a global perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's it, not. It's, it's, it's more, it's very, it's very little globally perspective. But I think, I think the main issue from my from my perspective is the how close death is to <laughs> us. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, and I think that's the biggest issue in it. Like it, the percentage is very small, but it's the mere fact that your neighbour could be carrying this this mm-hmm. somewhat someone argued this was predicted in the bible is it second corinthians or first corinthians I'm, yeah i don't want to be that guy it's, it's not but it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not. But, but yeah like um but yeah so it's it's very like how, how would they do you believe do you believe it could be effective? Hmm? sorry Elliot, what was that do you think it could be policed effectively in the uk no Oh no, no, it's not. You no, know the best way for it to be policed effectively is martial law. I think the government needs to go and be like the the, the Russians or the Chinese and actually implement martial law. By implement martial law, I mean iron fist. The police and the army need to get involved and force people to stay indoors. We need to have paperwork. It almost needs to be some sort of Nazi Germany type of mindset. I know that sounds really crazy and far fetched, but in order to in order to defeat a disease like this. We need, as a society, to let go of our civil liberties. Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need a dictatorship. We need an iron fist. Forget liberties and social freedom. It needs to be run with an iron fist. <laughs> no, no, I, that no, is, I is right. I agree. I agree. I agree because we we can't even... I mean, even when they... Even the simple instructions of staying at home, like, I'm not the one to put it out there, but on my social media, I'm still seeing people going over to their friend's house Going, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go hang out. Oh, I'm just gonna go. It's it, it's like add it, add it. I I, yeah. I I get that, but it's all gone wrong from the very top, though. Because if you've got a prime minister coming on TV and saying, mm, I, 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 I think yeah. pe- people should have the the freedom to actually go and exercise if they want to, and go for some walks if they want to, then the next day you come back and say, okay, don't do that no more. Then how does Whatever. how does that there's, send a message to people? There's, yeah, I know there's a I'm reason, a, but obviously people have a freedom of like go to go wherever they want. But at the end of the day, if you're coming out with that sort of mixed messages, people are not going to take yeah. you serious. So the reason the no, reason I, the reason yeah. when I when I had this discussion with someone, the reason I, I came up with was look, the UK is you know is a liberal they live in a liberal society. So beacon of democracy. Like, if, beacon. Sorry. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, the, the beacon bu- of democracy. Exactly. So if if you if you're gonna use an iron fist on, let's just use the UK for example. If you use iron fist, now there'll be a residual impact. You're gonna yeah, have, of course, with mental and physical uh, issue, health issues later. Oh yeah. On. Oh yeah. Remember, this is a country where in 20 years, 50 years, they still take people to court, a, a, an organization to court. For, for things that happened 50 years ago. Oh, yeah, I know that, yeah. <laughs> you use that 
sort of a rule. Yeah, that, but you um, need, then if you know that, bear, CJ, you need, to, mind, you need to come prepared. Bearing in mind, you guys forget that the government, and we have special powers. Um, I can't remember, I think there's terrorism laws and specific laws that actually can abide in national disasters that can force um, people to stay within their house. So it's like wartime laws. So it's not even a case of people can bring them to court. If those powers are activated, human beings, judges, will have to approve that, um, you know, those special circumstances. Because, because this, and the, the reality is, look, we live in a special circumstance. And, and I think we have to look at the whole, it has to be utilitarian view. And by what, what I mean by that is, if a few thousand have to die in order to save millions, then, you know, or... Yeah, you have to think about the bigger picture. And of yeah. course, I get that every single life is important, but ultimately, we have to think about the bigger picture. The funny thing, uh, you can't portray that, what you just said there, you can't portray it to the public and say that, yeah, can't. if, if yeah, exactly, yeah. you can't. You but can't he has said it, you think can, about it. it, it, it Boris Johnson has said it in, um, he, he said, said it, it without he saying said it. He's he saying it. more many people will die, and he's saying it without saying it. Basically, he's saying it subtly. Um, he's saying it with finesse, saying, "Look, many more people exactly, will die, so but then expect to lose your loved ones." People like you, like me, like people out, people out there, they know exactly what the he's lines. trying to say. Exactly, they'll read between the lines and say that okay, he's, he's sacrificing the few. My mom, my grandmom, that's vulnerable at the moment. He, he's sacrificing them law for the future, for obviously people that are more likely to survive. Mm. Just and, that, that's how people I mean, people ready. On a funny note, does this not remind you a bit like Thanos? You know, look, the world is aging. Let's wipe yeah. out half the population. Bro, bro you know, you know, a few a few years back, <laughs> I, I don't know how long ago it was, but there was a virus that was uh, actually called. I think it was called. Is it Spanish virus? Yeah. Spanish Spanish virus. Virus. Yeah. Oh, you talking about that Spanish flu that killed fifty million people? Yeah, that yeah. killed fifty million people. It killed more people than the World War Two <laughs> killed. Mm. So well, these these viruses exactly in World War Two I think it killed about tw- I think it was only twenty million or so that died in World War Two, and this virus actually killed fifty million people. So you can imagine it, how how serious this could be. Is this virus overdue? And I know this sounds really bad, but I think it almost seems like, and I'm very being very philosophical here, bad guys. So apologies in advance, but it almost seems like human race we've reached a critical point where a lot of us have to die and society has to restart again. That's such a hype this um, thinking as well, where it's a uh, population control. I call it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I think you guys are saying that because it happened in China. Is that, is that why? No, I, no, no I, it is actually I, population control. Think about no, it. It, it, might, it could either be nature's way of population control or human beings' way of population control. Because the reality is, people are living too long. There's too much health resources in, in our healthcare system. There's not enough food going around. There's famine, there's hunger, there's greed, all this kind of stuff. Unfortunately, one way or the other, I, either society is going to have to do it or we're going to have to do it. That's why if I ever came in power, I would have to make this, you know, tough decisions and I wouldn't flinch at doing it. Because ultimately, you, so, you have wait, to wait, wait, the wait, 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 wait. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, wait, let's, put, let's put our Christian heads on. So, so you're so you're with the kill. <laughs> to reset. You're ready to kill to reset. Well, there's, a reason, there's a reason there's a difference between kill and let die. No 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 no. If if you had if you if you had a responsibility to, to, to avoid that and you don't step in, 
you should be responsible for that. Because I, I feel, because what it is, I feel like it's, I feel like we, we always put ourselves in this um, f- f- fantasy world that we just say, ah, yeah, I'll do that. But I always feel like, I don't think, I think the person, the person that would have to go around and say, you know, I'm willing to let X amount of million people to die. I feel like that person's got to be like completely fucked up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think so. See, I, I, I believe. You don't think so? You do know what? No, no, you no, do. Be, no, because no, I think no. you need to have the mental fortitude to look at the bigger picture. Okay, now, I do believe. No, no, making it very. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a bit. Sorry, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross the line here. And I know you've said this, right? And do, I do apologize in advance. But are you telling me that you're going to be willing to let your wife and your and your kid die right now? To that's not what I said. That's no, not what I said. That's 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 not what I said. No, I'm saying, because you're saying okay. you will make that decision without a blink. But I'm not saying you've also got to think about those people that you're going to make those decisions to. They're someone's wife. They're someone's kid. It's not easy for you to just say, I'm going to go out here and make you those decisions. That, because you... it's not easy like that. Like, you're saying, okay. I can just blink and do it. But you've got to think. Can I ask questions? Can I ask questions? If that's okay, what you've okay. got to if, think. If, if, let, let and, let's and, this and, and I do apologize okay. if I, I, get your, I get your point. Paul. I do apologize. I point. You no, 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 I get that point. Paul, let me no. finish. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Go on, let, go on, hello, go on, let me finish. Yeah, on, okay, yeah, so let, let's put it this way because we are speaking in, in hyperbole and we are speaking yeah. in hypothetical situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, yeah. If, if you if you are saying, for example, if we if we have to kill twenty million people to save a hundred million people, you would say you would, and then that's you would let everyone die then. I couldn't no, die. I, I, no, I, I, no, I, 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 I don't. So let's just say, for example, let's just say, let's just say, let's just in order to save the world, in order to save the world, 20 million people have to die. Otherwise, if you don't make that choice, the whole world burns. God so would, would you be the. Oh, okay. It's, it's a hard so, one. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can do it. I, so I that's the point I'm. That's the point I'm trying to make. I think. Yeah, 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 someone out there. So that, this is the thing. Every government, or let me be more specific, every president, at some point, is put in a position or given the power to end someone's life. Right? Yeah. Nuclear weapons. The, ja- uh, the Americans Obama's, did it with Japan. Uh, uh, Trump has done. Yeah. So if you can, if you have that authority and you can end someone, if you've done it, you can end a few thousands like and they do every time. So I wouldn't be surprised if, look, Paul, right? You might not be able to do it, but there's someone out there. If they get into power, they will have the heart to do it. And this is mm. where people, you oh, know, yeah. they're all. It's tailored. It's tailored. Very interpersonal. It doesn't make them right. I get. What, I get what you're no, saying. No, it doesn't now. make it right. So, someone, someone, someone. At the end of the day, will make a decision. Whether we it's right. Yeah. And, and this is what it's I call sometimes necessary evil. Like evil. sometimes, exactly. Like you, if you go to the Bible, right? God used Pharaoh to, you know, um, uh, made him stubborn. He's had a, 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 a So the thing is, sometimes God will allow a necessary evil to happen. Or something mm. you know, for other good to come up from it. 
So, and I exactly, to, who's to say, if we're being biblical about it, who's to say, isn't God's work to let 20 million people die in order to save the world? You know? Uh-huh. I hear you, that. you have to think about the bigger picture. I think when people make it personal and say, oh, you know, this and that, of course, then it becomes difficult, but you literally mm. have to look at the brand. I, I hear you. I hear you, Raph. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I do believe though this this almost feels like a reset I, I feel like this corona thing if it doesn't get if there isn't a cure soon I think m- multiple million people will die but it will change the face of humanity as we know it it will reset a few things um, and it's almost like a rebirth. If you look at what happened in terms of technological advances in all the viruses that we've had, something else has, you know, led the way. Something else has happened. And I think this just feels. I don't, there's something. It just doesn't feel like a coincidence. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. What's happening for me anyway? Maybe that's the conspiracy theorist in me. It just the way everything is being done, the way things are being slow, the way governments are moving, the way the disease has spread so rapidly just does not feel like a coincidence because if you think about it the problem with globalization now if i was you know boris johnson and stuff like that yeah the problem with globalization is this i would i said the second i knew the wuhan virus apologies covid19 spread across the world the first thing i would have done if i was prime minister i would have shut the border grounded every single flight nobody's going in and nobody's going out end of if you're a british citizen unfortunately you have to stay where you are until we can provide accurate tests for you to bring you back to the country but nobody's going in nobody's going out the fact that because we live in a liberal society and we care about globalization we let people in from china people in from all around the world look at the situation we are and i just feel like with what's going on something just doesn't feel right it feels like too much of happenings to be just a coincidence that you know mm. certain people are catching diseases people are dying it almost feels orchestrated that's just my opinion that's fair enough that's fair enough that's fair enough I, I have a question go on so if you think it's been orchestrated you must have a i don't know an oh. inkling or an idea as to why so, so why it's that? happened so basically yeah, yeah. I feel like it's happening, and I think the U.S. perhaps may be responsible for this, because a lot of you guys know, or if you don't know, the U.S. and China have been embarked on a trade war for the last maybe two, since Trump has come in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. My inclination is this, that the the American government released this in the, in the Chinese um, meat markets because they wanted to destabilize the Chinese economy. Unfortunately, okay. it backfired, because obviously China are not a democracy. China are an authoritative regime. So they mm. are not liberal. So what China did is like, okay, cool, this is happening. Let's lock everyone down. Even though you don't have social liberties, we're going to even remove your social liberties. We're going to force you to stay at home until the virus is cured. Cool. Virus mm. is cured. People go out. The Chinese people are already in China. Some of them traveled, spread across the world. Now, if you look at the US, for example, the US are statistically proving that the situation with COVID-19 it's going to be far outreaching in the U.S. There's going to be more deaths in the U.S. than China. Why? The U.S. don't have healthcare. You know, um, what is it? Their healthcare system is terrible. You have to have, is it um, 401k specifically? Mm-hmm. That's why certain companies or certain jobs, people mm. um, negotiate what their healthcare would be like. And I think it was Elliot, you said that to me mm. um, the last conversation we had. So my inclination is this, going back to the point, 
the government, the US government released this as some sort of bio, you know, bio warfare on China. And it's actually backfired that it's not just went to China. It's not was it just contained in China. It's spread across the world and it's actually hitting home in the US. And I think Donald Trump's, if you look at his reaction to the COVID-19, it was like, oh, it's nothing serious, nothing serious. Initially proved that hmm, something wasn't quite a foot here. And that's just my opinion. It's conspiracy theories. It could be right. It could be wrong. Can I just say that I this is the opinions? Know. This is the opinions of Raf and Raf's only. My name is John. My name is John. <laughs> just, uh, no, no, brother from Wuhan. Come chase us. <laughs> Getting silent stuff slowly. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's some madness. But yeah, just going to like something light-hearted. Um, the uh. Premier sport-wise, sport-wise, how do you oh. think it's gonna pan out for the EPL? Oh, I feel sorry for Liverpool. I, I, I really, I really don't know how the season is gonna be completed and starting another season because if if we don't start playing games by the start of Maybe end end of April. If we, if games don't start by end of April, then I don't think they're going to be able to make it. Mm. Aren't they saying I, the Premier League old Sky and all that kind of stuff seven hundred and fifty one million pounds? Yeah. So if they don't pay, they might get sued. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, I think personally, I think what my what my inclination on that is, I think the Premier League games, as soon as it starts to peak, like starts to drop a little bit, well, hopefully drops well in the next couple of weeks. I think they're gonna probably carefully test, you know, all the um, all the players, you know, if they can get the role in the testing KO. If all the players are obviously negative, then I think they're gonna play the games behind closed doors and just safely transport them and make sure everything's all safe and. That's not gonna work. I think that's what's gonna. Yeah, what it's not gonna work happen. because if the players um, they're going back home to sleep and come back into into playing football again, they have kids, they have wives. Obviously, they're gonna they're gonna come again and socialize again with other players. Not, that's yeah, but that's happen. why I said all the players are gonna get tested. So both yeah, they can all get tested. But then, are you gonna test all their families as well? That's, mm. well, well, that's a good point. I think, I think what it means is you test them beforehand. Yeah, before they play. Yeah, before they play. Yeah, before they play, they're gonna test them. Yeah. But the issue here is not them playing. It's like actually the time scale that they have. To yeah. actually finish the games. That's actually what yeah. the issue is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but if they don't they start be... by April, they don't have enough time. To yeah, finish. yeah. But how how many games now. have we left, and how many times have we played? Sorry to interrupt, but so, how many times have have players played two games in a week? Do you understand what I mean? They've bro, you can't and, do two games cut... a week or continuously yeah, but, like that. Yeah, that I happens know, only in December. And and I feel like and I feel like we're, we're actually forgetting we're actually dehumanizing footballers. I feel like we're exactly, they're yeah, humans. They're not robots. They're wise families. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like, I actually feel like we're de- dehumanizing them. We're just putting them aside. I'm all against. I'm all against. Obviously, not treating them like that. But with the money that's actually involved in it, you can't, you can't say you're not willing to treat them like they put, put butts. 
At the end of the day, it's called supply and demand. If human beings are stupid enough to pay multiple millions of pounds to watch games live, they should be stupid enough to get paid that way. I have no problem with people earning like ridiculous amount of money because there's a demand for it. So I think, Elliot, you're right. We shouldn't dehumanise football players because they're human beings at the end of the day and their lives matter and their lives should come first. Exactly. And I feel, and I feel like it's, 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 it's just a, it's a slippery slope when we start because then we have the argument of, you know, he earns so much money. How come, why is he depressed kind of thing? So I feel like we need to just we need to just trust I feel like footballers are humans and just ask asking them to do these things. They might not be willing to risk their life just for our entertainment. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you 100%. Yeah. I think there's three ways this thing can go, right? One is play the, the league null and void. So it just means end. Nah, that, that's not an option, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm like, let, let, let him give the free option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Non-league guys, so championship, for example, the top yeah. three or whatever, they're going to complain. They don't, they don't need compensation for that because mm-hmm. they were meant to get promoted this season and they're not. So they will need to but discuss... But it's like 80 million they get um, for well, promotion. Whatever so, it is, they're not premiership. That's, the 80 million is beyond the point because there's also sponsorship yeah. deals they would have got from being in yeah. the premiership. So they're going to lose out on that. The other bit is, you know the Euros and the Olympics and that. Right. That mm. gives way for them to finish the league because some of these players would have been in the Euros or, or in, the, in the Olympics, so they wouldn't have had any summer anyway. So that gives yeah. them the to finish the league and, and then start all over again by mm. September. And the fourth one for me would be just everything as it is to clear Liverpool the, the winner. And I don't think anyone would go for that. Mm-mm. Nah, <laughs> possible. I, I've said, I've said, I've said what they should do is just give them a certificate. Don't give them a trophy. Guys, guys, wow. as much as as much as we hate, I I hate Liverpool to to lift that trophy. I I have to say, I will I will be honest, they deserve it this year. And I would, I, I, would, I would I would actually hate to not to see them win it this year. Because it's just they deserve it. They, they're just amazing. I disagree. Yeah, can I put in? Slide. I get the fact that you say they deserve it. Yes, they deserve is, it. At the end of the day, it is a competition. So if they if they deserve to win it, do the teams right that you know that are a point or two points from relegation? Do they deserve to just get sent down without competition? No, no. But hence the reason why I said is is not, I'm not saying hand the trophy to them. I'm just saying yeah, it's good to at if, least if, get the, com- the competition completed. All right. Because okay, I don't, okay, I don't yeah. feel like we should okay, just give them the trophy that's, now. That's not what. Okay, I'm yeah, 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 all right. Okay, 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 that's fair. Can I ask CJ something? So you yeah. said that um, the, the, <laughs> the teams that want to get promoted will be asking for compensation, right? So what about the teams that get relegated, that get bumper payments same, from the same, Premier League? Same thing as well, because they will argue you didn't give us. Look, we have a contract. We have a set contract. Played that eight games. Is it me? Is it me? Hold on, Ellie. Hold on, Ellie. Hold on. It's not me. If you don't give us a chance to um, save ourselves, then why relegate us? That's their argument. Vice versa. Is it me? So, with all of these potential issues with with, um, cancelling the league and then whatever, whatever, why do you not see it as a better option just to know the league and start again? Wow, that's deep. 
No, nah, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea to do that. You, <laughs> no, I, I don't oh, think that's, that's deep. There'll be, be too much complications with that. That's what I'm asking. We're looking, we're looking at the Premiership only. We're looking at the that's Premiership. Exactly. Only. I'm talking about exactly. So what's the complications? Well, is, is, I mean, CJ's gone through it already. CJ's gone through it. Um, TV right. No, CJ's gone through restarting the league. I'm talking about what's the complications for nullifying it the same way they've done it for the lower leagues. I, I think I, I think yeah, obviously I think the Premier League there's too much money it's in money, it's it's money. It's money. It's all down to money. If, if you look at China, Lost China's not even restarted their Super League. So for us to be talking about restarting the EPL, it don't make sense. China's China that apparently have completed the, the um, completely eradicated the COVID nineteen have still not restarted their league. So I'm trying to like, those are retired. Yeah, even the high risk players haven't haven't actually restarted the league. So I'm trying to understand why why it's been written off to like why would our league not get nullified when they've already done it in the lower leagues and they've already prepared people mentally for it? But why is it all of a sudden an issue when it comes to the Premier League? There's a, there's a lot there's a lot more money at stake if it was me yeah if I was making the decision what oh, I would tell do it, we know what you would is, do is push it back <laughs> till June and then restart the league in June with just behind closed doors finish the league but, and then maybe start the Premier League later on in the season maybe instead of starting it in when do we normally start second week in August okay, start it so maybe yeah. first, first yeah, week that, in October which is perfectly fine and then what about contracts I heard so FIFA. Only- I heard FIFA doing enrolling contract. Oh, yeah, pay. So I, I just pay them as you as you play as, in terms yeah. of how how long you're gonna stay. As is a it me or does anyone not think this for that period? This this Corona stuff will change. But I believe it will change the face of football forever. It will change the like the face of everything forever. Oh yeah. yeah of People are taking pay cuts. Footballers, uh, Barcelona, seventy-five percent pay, pay cuts. Like, hey, <laughs> song, song got this. Uh, what's it called? It's song, you got a sack. Because he didn't take, he didn't, he didn't take a pay cut. Yeah, they actually sacked him because he didn't, he didn't want to take a pay cut. And what's it called? Johan Juru. I think, I think they both got sacked. They deserve it to get sacked, bro. I think you. Why? I think, I think they don't. Why? Why didn't get sacked because they, they didn't take a pay cut? If your club is struggling, you might say can't pay your May is a preference. It's a preference. Is they don't have to. They don't have to well, take the Well, they should have. That's, there's, there's options. I feel like they, they exercised the options. And that was the consequence. Yeah, there you go. So everyone yeah. has free will. You, Eugene, right? I think, Eugene, I think it's more of a sentimental thing. The reason why people don't want to kind of just know the... Normally, because like I think, like you said, obviously people are talking about money. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. But I think it's not a sentimental thing. I think I feel, why people feel, don't want to be like cut it off and start again. Yeah, I feel like the whole issue with the whole Premier League must continue is that people are just seeing the they're just seeing the league very one sided. They're just looking mm. at the top half and mm. not really looking at the, not really looking at the the entire of the actual league. No, yeah, none restart. None and restart would be the my opinion the most logical. It, is. it literally is. I agree well, with that. Fully agree. Well, yeah. Well, I, but I feel, I feel like people are. Wait, just, what did you say? Sorry. Nah, what, what's the logical? Nah, I missed that. No, I'm restart. No, restart. You're yeah, right. I, I, yeah. I, I ain't here for that. Yeah. I'm not here for no I'm restart. I'm not here for it either. No, no, I'm not you know what I mean? That, that, that's not the most logical in my eyes. It's the most logical. It is. Nah, it's yeah, not. It not is. at all. 
not how, talk, how, are you gonna, how are you going to null and void a whole season? I know we're talking about money that what, we could how, eventually end up like losing what, from not knowing nine money. games. But look, look, look at the games. money that we've spent, that we've already spent to null and void. How many games? Wait, yeah, how many how, games left in the Premier League? Nah, how many games? Nine, nine games. Nine games. Nine oh, games. play the nine games. Play the nine yeah, games. No, no, no. Behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. Those games can be played within six weeks. One at a time. Within six weeks. So be, okay. be, behind closed doors, those games can be played within six weeks max. That's an absolute max. Okay, so to what, null and void a season from nine games left, bro, about, that, I, I don't, I don't question, see how that's... Question, question. Okay. question. What, about, what about if the players don't feel safe? Well, what, if, you, if, if, if you put all the precautions in place and they still don't feel safe, then that's their opinion. They're human beings, like you said. They can choose not to play. Um, okay, but, but what, all the problems will be put in place. My, Elliot, just one second. But my argument with that is that one of the reasons that I looked at it that way is that if you're going to null and void lower leagues, right? Obviously, because mm-hmm. the only the only difference between the two is the money. Because that's the reason why they're not nulling the Premier League. Yeah. Like, how is that fair? But how is that fair? But the only don't have anywhere near enough money. Like, their <laughs> money is minute compared to the Premier League. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can't, yeah. I, I can't, yeah. I can't argue that, then. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... I just feel like there's, there'll be an impact. If you void the league, can someone to explain to me what the impact will be on? <laughs> it's money. The rest of the, I'm not talking just Premier I'm talking about national, the rest of the league. What's the impact? If you're not involved, no, in league, you're right. You're writing off. You're writing off a, a whole season in terms of you know how much money these guys have been spending on transfers and everything and and like loan deals. People have paid a lot of money for loan deals and everything. You think, no, play, it's not. It's, players, it's not fair, bro. Players are going to take Hold on, hold on. We're not talking about fair. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah, what I mean by it's not fair is they wouldn't. They, these clubs wouldn't agree to it, especially people. The clubs that paid loan deals for people. There are people that pay monthly for yeah, I heard that. for actually loan players, and you feel like they'll pay all money. that someone year. Is... They pay the whole year for nothing. I, I don't think it's a matter of question of fairness. To be honest, I feel like that's, our, that's that's our moral. That's we just have we're we're putting moral into what it, we're putting our what's the word I'm looking for? We're putting our we're, we're, put, we're too much feeling. Okay, okay, so Elliot, I'll put you as the chairman. I'll put you as the chairman for one of the. I don't know, championship teams, right? You've loaned a player from uh, from the Premier League. You're paying at least, let's say, I, I don't know, 100k a month because you're loaning, this, you're loaning one of their players, right? For a whole year, how much you'd have paid at that time? And at this stage, they tell you to know, null and void the league. Okay. What, what would you Ellie, Ellie, wait, Ellie, wait, Ellie, wait. Okay. Can, can I just ask Yeah, you? Yeah, answer, yeah, go on. Because apart from... The prize fund from the league. What money are we talking about losing here? <laughs> well, we're, talk, we're talking about sponsorship deals. There could be oh, we're talking, players. Yeah, even, yeah. even money for loans. That's what I just spoke about now. Loans as well. You're not asking the question. What do you mean? You're not asking the question. Money for loans come from the club's revenue. So tell me what they're actually losing. Yeah, because the potential revenue they would have got from selling tickets. If someone got promoted to the Premiership, right? They, 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 the club is going from I don't know a few thousands. Yeah, but this is potential. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but okay. yeah, but CJ, CJ, the club has already invested the money in players. Okay, okay, the money. all right. 
Let, let's look at a different angle, guys. You guys are talking about... Usually, usually, this player is going back. If they've loaned that player, that player is going back. It's not like they've signed him on a permanent. If they sign him on a permanent, yeah. you can say, okay, yeah, you can still use him for next season yeah. or the okay. season that's going to start. But if it's a loan player, what if the, 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 the loan player goes back now and obviously they're going to start playing him in the first first team and you okay. can't have him no more? Let, no, wait, just... wait, 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 wait. Uh, Paul, wait. That's still not answering the question. I'm talking about financially. Yeah, yeah, that is financially. That's what I'm talking. That's financially. They, because because they paid, they paid for the loan deal for for that year. So and, w- w- and, and, they've lost and, that and money. They, that money is literally they, gone to the right. car. Well, that they money would have gone anyway, play? though. No, 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 or yeah. it would have it would have gone them oh, somewhere. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. When you're not avoid it, you're pretty much yeah, no right. investment. Tell me one sec. Tell me one sec. And, and so the point I'm making is, all these all these options, no one's winning. So I'm just trying to figure out why it's such a bad thing that someone's going to lose on a, a loan deal. All right, we move on. Everyone's losing, and there's no winner in this situation. And and, and Eugene, sorry, just so so so, so what was so bad about playing behind closed doors and finishing the season? This is what I don't get. There is less there's less damage to playing behind closed doors than there is to null and void. A lot okay, so no, those, those players that those players that have been loaned and the thing ends in June and what if the players don't want to play? Come on, go back to the clubs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but come on, how many how many players are actually gonna turn around and say that? It's possible, but if you do it the other way around, where we're what talking about, about, about loan players... You're taking that choice out of their hands. They, they, exactly. They're definitely 100% not going to agree to that. That's it. But with I'm, your I'm option, there's more people who are actually going to agree to stay on in the club that they're trying to... They didn't come there to do half a job. They want to probably fully into full... Most of them will want to finish a full season. I, I think <laughs> it's the premise of it the what they should do there is right go ahead and play behind flip doors now you're gonna have more people watching on tv who just put your tv rights the, the, the revenue from the tv rights is you can increase that the um this uh, sponsorship when i say sponsorship advert tv adverts and stuff like that you're gonna make ma- massive money from uh, it. The only it, thing it, you're gonna it's do not, it's is ticket season. selling. You're gonna, you're gonna lose money from ticket selling. You're gonna lose money from pocket pies and stuff like that that you're gonna sell on ground, right? But in terms of dream, you're making millions of money. People are ready to watch. They're isolated already. So play behind closed doors. I'm ready to watch football right now. If you put it on TV, I have nothing else. <laughs> You're to desperate do. isolation, bro. <laughs> exactly. Just me, man. <laughs> I get your point, but that's not that's literally not the way the contract issues work when it comes Yo, to TV. Yo, CJ, at this stage, I'll even look through my window to see people play football. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a part to this, obviously, discussion. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been a movie. Sorry, I didn't introduce uh our what do you, what do you call him? Our facilitator, Eugene. Facilitator. Our facilitator, <laughs> Eugene. Uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and stuff. But yeah, lads, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna continue part two of this shortly. Um, Sounds this, good. Um, but yeah, like this is just the EST 1988 podcast, and you can just find us on Spotify, Breaker Audio, Radio.
Republic and Anchor. Yeah, thanks everyone. No Cheers, guys. Thank you. It was fun. Bye. No problem. It's good. See you guys. Cheers. Cheers.